Becoming a fearless woman is a process that starts from the day we're born, from the family that we're born into, the school that we attend, the experiences we have, and even the challenges we face. We are being set up to succeed. Now, what we decide to do with the outcome is solely dependent on us. In this episode, Natasha Miller takes us on a journey through her life, how she established her mentorship program, and what it took for her to become a fearless woman. She also shares advice on what you can do to thrive in your life and accept your call to greatness. Thank you for tuning in to Boss Babe Life Hacks, the podcast. I'm your host, Farrah Lawless, and I am confident that so much value will be added to you through today's episode. Make sure you get your pen and paper ready to take some notes because there's something very special in store just for you. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering the Boss Babe Life Hacks listeners a free audiobook along with a 30-day trial membership. Just head over to audibletrial.com forward slash boss babe life hacks and browse their incredible selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and girl, start listening. It's literally that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash boss babe life hacks. Today's topic is becoming a fearless woman. And I have the pleasure of chatting with Natasha Miller on this subject. Natasha Miller is a daughter of God. She's also a wife and a mother to two girls, Harvest Ann and Melody Grace. She takes great joy in being a spiritual mama and a fearless mentor to this generation. Alongside her husband, Jamal Miller, Natasha is the co-founder of Married and Young, um, which you may have seen on Facebook or on Instagram. They're always promoting positivity about marriage at a young age. They also are the owners of The One University, which is a membership site committed to helping singles prepare for a godly and healthy marriage. Natasha prides herself in being a woman who loves to minister and talk from the heart, which we're going to experience today. One of her greatest passions is to see women thrive and flourish in every season of their life. Um, She strongly believes that no woman can fail when she discovers and truly embraces her unique God-given plan for her life. She wholeheartedly embraces the truth that when a woman is confident in her identity in Christ, nothing is impossible. As the founder of Fearless Women Mentorship, Natasha helps women recognize their inner beauty and warrior spirit. No matter the past, present, or future situation, you can conquer your own destiny. This revelation catapults her mentees into a life of divine freedom, which in turn births an effortless level of fearlessness. Without further ado, I would love to introduce you to the one and only Natasha Ann Miller. Hey, Natasha. Hi, girl. I am so <laughs> excited to be with you. Oh my goodness. I, be- I have a a really good feeling that this is going to be an amazing conversation. 
Absolutely. And when I was developing the topic and the questions, I really was like, I really want to pick your brain because not only do you have personal businesses, a lot of the women that I talk to, um, you know, they're kind of more independent solopreneurs rather, um, but you have businesses with your husband and you have businesses on your own. So I was like, you have a wealth of information that you're able to share on many different levels. So I'm really excited to dive into this today. Yes, I whatever you need, whatever questions you have, I'm I'm an open book. Um, so I'm looking forward to see what God's going to do and how he's going to use me to encourage your listeners. All right. Well, let's hop right in. Um, so let's just start here. At what point in your life did you realize that you wanted to empower women? Yeah. So kind of giving, you know, a backstory of how I was raised. I was raised in a large family. So I had, I was raised with, you know, five sisters and two brothers. And my mother was that spiritual figure, you know, in our family. So at a very young age, I saw an example of a godly woman. And I remember, you know, seeing her, how she loved God and how she helped her community. It really ignited something in my heart to where when I was about 18 years old, um, you know, with my season of going through high school and pre-teenage years, I found that, you know, there were a lot of young women who would come to me and they would ask me for advice, you know, for their life, even with their relationships. And I remember, you know, being able to give them wisdom. It was just something that like God had graced me to do. And I remember, you know, even, uh, uh, while I was in high school, I had guys that liked me and there would be certain women who were jealous or they would make certain comments. And I remember, you know, it was as if I was able to encourage women as well as even be uh, strongly disliked by other women. And I would feel like, God, okay, I know that you call me to encourage women, but there's still kind of this fear of being rejected for who you made me to be. Um, so I was about 18 years old and I had like a purity ceremony. I don't know for all your listeners if you've ever heard of that, but I was really, you know, um, you know, at that age I was desiring to, to uh, save myself from marriage. And I remember having this ceremony and, you know, publicly kind of making this announcement that, you know what, I want to live for God and not just spiritually, but physically, mentally, and emotionally. And I remember, you know, um, very soon after that, he began to deposit in my heart ideas to help encourage every woman, especially single women, women who were kind of struggling in between, hey, should I be in a relationship or women who were struggling with idolizing marriage? And God was like, Natasha, I want you to share your journey of contentment with me and you being able to um, share with them that, hey, there is life after death. There's life after a broken relationship. There's life after rejection. There's life after being misunderstood by those that love you and who care about you. So, you know, very, you know, at a very young age, it was as if God would, you know, put me in different scenarios or I would have conversations with different women and there would just be this excitement to pray with them, this excitement to do research and to help them, you know, overcome certain issues in their lives. Wow. That is incredible. Um, I love that testimony simply for the fact that you could have allowed all of the destructive and the negative personalities around you or even some of the comments that may have been made, you could have allowed those to break you down and kind of put you into a box. Yeah. But you said, no, let me take this 
mm-hmm. take my experiences and and be able to help someone else and yeah. i think that's an essential part of becoming a fearless woman so i absolutely love that yeah so how did you sit down and strategize what tools you would use. Um, Mm -hmm. I know you have your university, you have your mentorship. How did you, how did all of that kind of come about? Yeah. Well, okay. So after I got married, I've been married for about six years. And after I got married um, about a year and a half, two years into our marriage, uh, we had our first daughter. And a few months after that, I found that I was pregnant with my second daughter. So they're like a year, a year and 10 days apart. So I remember, you know, starting marriage and entering into a new season, into a new season of learning how to be a wife and learning how to be a mother and learning how to lead and pastor and all those different things to where I found myself kind of in a rough patch to where I really didn't know what direction to go into to where my identity uh, began to be affected, you know, by my present and the new season that God had placed me into to where I was like, God, you know, when I was single, I felt like I knew what I was doing. I was thriving. And then now that I'm married and I'm married to an amazing man of God and he has purpose, but I have purpose too. And I'm trying to figure out how is this supposed to unite to where literally I, you know, began to, you know, kind of operate, you know, in a place of fear and a place of even, um, you know, counting myself out and disqualifying myself from continuing my journey of fearlessness and development and mentorship in those early years of my marriage and being a new mama. Um, So it was interesting, after I had my second daughter, my family and I, we went back to California um, to visit my family and we attended a New Year's Eve service um, at a local church there. And, um, you know, leading up to that point, I had a lot of women that would ask me like, hey, can you mentor me? Like, I'd love for you to mentor me. And I'm just like, that was such an intimidating word to where I felt like, what does that mean? Like, do you want to be like your teacher? Like, what's that, you know, what does this all mean? So I remember, you know, like I would say yes to certain women and then they would kind of fall off because I wouldn't know what to do next. Like we would start out good and then keeping the consistency and then keeping the consistency um, was hard. So I had all of those emotions and feelings leading up to this this uh, church service. And I remember after worship, you know, the pastor came to me and he began to encourage me. And he said, hey, Natasha, in this next coming year, you know, the Lord wants you to know that he's expanding you. Mm -hmm. He says that it's time for you to now pour into this next generation. And you may say, hey, I don't have enough time for this, but God is saying, yes, you do. (laughs) So all up in my mail, right? Okay. And he's like, so immediately I'm like, okay, okay, God you know, this is time and I'm right in the thick of motherhood. And honestly, right now I'm still, you know, in the thick of motherhood because I still have toddlers. So I remember after that service, I was in the car and me and my husband, uh, we were just talking about the service and the word that I got. And we ended up going to this, this um, dinner place after service. And we met up uh, with some of our TOU members who were local. And, you know, one of the ladies there, she had pulled me to the side and said, Hey, Natasha, man, I just love you. I love what you represent and who you are. Would you mind mentoring me? And I'm like, after this word, now somebody comes and I'm like, okay, you know what? Hey, let me get your information and let me pray about it. So after that, we eat, I go in the car and I'm telling my husband and my husband, okay, he is, man, he's a genius. He is like the mind behind the business and everything that we do. I am the heart. Okay. So I keep 
the blood flowing and the culture intact. So I told my husband and he was like, babe, okay, you have a busy life. So how can you do this to where, you know, when you do give of yourself, it's intentional, it's purposeful and it's manageable. Right. And we came up with the idea of doing an online mentorship program to where instead of just doing individual, you know, coffee dates, cause I did that. I was going on coffee dates with everybody, dinner dates, all these different kinds of things. And so once we had created that concept, I was like, oh my goodness, I can mentor 10, 15, you know, 20 ladies all at the same time. They're getting the same content. They're getting consistency with me. And then they're also getting community. Wow. So once we got that idea, I went ahead and implemented it earlier that spring. And I had about 50 ladies who applied. Yeah. Um, I had, and it was just powerful and it was so fruitful. And the ladies that have been in my cohorts, I mean, they are still friends today. Um, some of them have even gotten married. Some of them have relocated, you know, um, here to Chicago. So it literally started from God, like, like literally having to shake me and say, it's time wow. and then me stepping out on faith. Because I didn't know how to do, I never mentored anyone before, you know, and just kind of getting my feet wet, learning, you know, the women and just giving of myself. Um, and what I've learned with mentorship, what is so powerful is that it's not about a list of things to do or goals to set. It's really bringing people into your life and letting them see how you live and what you do and what you're about. Um, so that's kind of, you know, the feel that I give in all of my, my uh, programs. Okay, so with all of that being said, can you share with us a little bit about how you balance it all? You yeah. have your businesses, you have your ministry, you have your family, you have, you're still a wife, you're still yeah. a daughter, a sister, a friend. How do you make time for everything? Okay, y'all, I'm still learning, okay? Like, I, <laughs> I am still learning, and you know what? I was just, you know, talking with a good friend of mine, and I just told her, you know what, right now, I am excited. I think the thing is, is like what I'm learning is that every year, every new month, every new day is a new chance to start again. And I really think it's about your perspective and it's about being okay with making mistakes, being okay with not having everything figured out, but still choosing to put one foot in front of the other every morning and saying, you know what, hey, I failed, but I'm not gonna back down, I'm gonna keep going. And for me, it's been a journey. I would say just in the last year, this year, I have began to feel this peace and this ease to not try to be everything to everyone. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, it's not as if people were pulling on me, it was these expectations that I had put on myself. And I felt like others wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. And I was going crazy inside. I was internally unhappy, my soul was dying. And I had to realize that, you know what, no one else is gonna stand up for Natasha the way that that Natasha will. And that I have to start believing what God has said about me and knowing that God, if you've given me all of these different things to do, if you call me to be wife, if you call me to be a mom and a, and a mentor and a leader and a businesswoman, it's you that's gonna have to give me the strategy to be able to execute these things well. And what I'm seeing is that you have to be very um, prayerful and very intentional about every season that you're in, every quarter, you know, um, even when it comes to asking God, what's the main thing? 
so what's the main thing in this season? What do you want me to give myself to? Because in our world, we have different quarters, right? We have, you know, different seasons. So it's, it's, it's being okay with saying, okay, God, right now it's fall, you know, for me and my family. And the girls are now in school full time, right? During the summertime, they're out of school. So what I'm learning now that they're in school full time for the first time ever, that I had to go through this transitional phase of realizing, man, I really do have more time to do the things that I maybe could have not done last year and being okay with that and knowing that God right now things are going smooth, but next year we want to expand our family. So, you know, things are going to change. Um, so things are going to change during that time. So for me, what I've learned is to make the main thing, the main thing. And my main thing is my family. It's my husband. It's God. And as long as those things are intact and I'm sewing into my family and we're in agreement and things are good, then everything else that I do, it's an extension of that. So I really believe it's staying rooted, staying anchored in who, who, who God's made you to be and what God says about you and, you know, taking care of those things and, and things he's given you to manage. And then from there, extending yourself out, um, yeah, and it's just, I always use the word seasons because I feel like it's just so pertinent and important mm -hmm. to every woman's life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of frustration comes is when we're like prematurely trying to enter into a season or we're in a season and we don't want to be in it. Mm -hmm. So we don't really work as hard because we don't see the end result immediately. But I feel like if we as women can be content with the season that we're in and work the ground that we have and use the talents that God's given us now, then you will have a season of, of harvest. But you have to be faithful with what you have now and be okay with saying no. Be okay with taking a break. You know, be okay with, with pausing. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe if your heart is open to that, you can manage everything. It's only when you're trying to do everything 100% and perfect and keeping all in a time frame where you're not open to changes is where you'll start to freak out right you know, and plummet wow absolutely so with your ability to and like you said it, it has only recently happened for you where you're able yeah. to take a step back and just be like you know what mm -hmm. i don't have to be perfect i don't have to be on for every little thing at every little moment what are some of the obstacles that you faced on your journey to um, making that decision? I mean, because for a lot of us, when we finally come to the realization that, hey, I need to pull the reins a little bit, I need to take a step back, I need to be okay with saying no, mm -hmm. have you experienced any backlash or maybe any disappointment mm -hmm. while you've been making that transition? Yeah, I think what I've realized is that it's not necessarily uh, people and their backlash, you know, for me personally, it was all in my head. Like I was so afraid of what could happen. I was anticipating someone backlashing me or someone talking behind my back or looking at me sideways to where now that I'm in this place where I'm like, okay, I'm one track minded. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not the same woman that I was last year. I'm not the same woman that I was at the beginning of this year. And those that are called to be with me, those that are called to ride with me, 
will, you know, will still be there. And I think it's like when you are, you know, when you're focused, when you're determined, and when you are more self-aware, those instances that can happen or that fear of those things happening, the power, um, it begins to lessen the power that it would have over you in the past. It begins to decrease because you realize that, Hey, I'm not doing, I'm not hustling for you. I'm not hustling to be, you know, to be affirmed by you. I'm doing this because I have a legacy that I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. I have people who are waiting on me, you know, like to be obedient and to walk this out. Mm -hmm. So I have like, I, I have experienced, um, you know, moments of feeling alone or feeling misunderstood because, um, you know, and I think to understanding that you are an example, like to where your life is not my life. And I think for me for so long, I was trying to look for someone that had my exact life, like somebody who I could be like, you're experiencing that I'm experiencing that too. And then we're just like besties going on this journey. Yeah. But it's like, it doesn't work like that because God may ask you to do something that no one you've ever met has ever done. And if you're afraid of losing that friend or you're afraid of being rejected if that's in the forefront of your mind you'll never move mm -hmm. so i would say like yeah i've experienced it by just you know you know relationships ending or maybe they're not as vibrant as they were in the past or me just having to um just step back and just even allow myself you know to say no because yeah. it's like people i mean if you're asked to do something and you can't do it, it's gonna get done. So I think it was more me yeah. that was stopping me from being free. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is highly intense <laughs> because I think sometimes we can be our own best friends and our own worst enemies. That's good. We allow ourselves to be held back or stagnant. Even I, I just, because I'm just putting all of the pieces together here based on all of the things that you've told me. It, it's, it was even in the beginning, before you even stepped out, yeah. you were the only thing standing in your way. And it's like God had to come and be like, hey, and bring that reassurance and bring that of, of affirmation of, hey, it's your season. It's time for you to walk through this door and do what I've given you to do. So I think for each and every one of us as individuals, even those listening, it's important for us to realize what is our biggest setback or what is our biggest stumbling block is it ourselves for some of us it may be our family members and wanting to live up to their expectations and wanting to please them or it could be our friends wanting to fit in and i think once you're able to identify your biggest problem then you you know that that's going to affect you at every season of your life no matter what god is calling you to do no matter what new venture you're getting ready to do yeah. every every level of your life you're going to experience that that um, opposition or that resistance, whether it's from yourself again, or your family or friends or whoever. So I think that's amazing. Even that you're in this season of your life where yeah. God has shown you, Hey, just forget all of that. Like move beyond yourself, your thoughts, what yeah. you think it is and, and just do what I've given you to do. And it seems like he's always shown you, like, I'm with you. Like, yeah. I know that you think you're not capable. I know yeah. that you're distracted or discouraged, but I'm with you and I'm always going to be. So I absolutely, absolutely appreciate yeah. God for doing that in your life. Yes, girl. It's, it's exciting. And I think it's just like, the excitement doesn't have to stop. Like, yeah. I think it's, just, it's us that stops ourselves. And it's just like, God sees this beautiful, vibrant, yeah. influential woman. And 
like we just have to come into agreement with it and that's what i've been encouraging people is like you know what every woman should have um have had the opportunity to envision themselves doing something great and it's like kind of keeping that at the forefront of your mind so whenever you're feeling down look at that woman remind yourself of that who that woman is you know and what god's made you to be and it's helped me to just be like okay god I feel you. I feel your wind. I feel you right now and not being afraid of the wind leaving. You know, I think we're afraid of the high dying, but with God, it's like, you don't lose. Like, it's just like, you may have some twists and turns, but he's still going to, he's still going to complete the work that he started in you, you know? So it's exciting. Absolutely. Now, um, as a female entrepreneur, yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite aspects? Because you're full-time entrepreneur, correct? Oh, girl. Cause so right now, my kids are in school. So I've, I've been solely, you know, a stay-at-home mom. I help with, like, our online community. I'm doing webinars, conferences. I'm up front. But just in this last few months, I've now am branching into personal branding. I got some things that I'm planning for next year. And so now I am, like, the CEO of like, or like Natasha and Miller. So I'm building it from the ground up and we have a team that's helping me do it. But like emails, everything I'm creating is coming from me. So I would say right now, like I'm part-time-ish. I go into the office like Mondays and Wednesdays. We're looking to get a PA so I can go in a little bit more. But um, yeah, so I'm like right in the beginning of Natasha emerging, you know? Um, so yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's even better. So, because uh, most of the women that I talk to on here have been, um, you know, in it for a long time and yeah. different things like that. So, just being at this place, just getting your start and really diving in, what are some of your favorite aspects? What are some of the challenges that you've seen? Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, everything that we've built, it's been, you know, my husband and I. So, TOU, Married and Young, we've done that together. But now, me venturing out into Natasha Miller, what's been really fun for me is being able to hone down my message to like key areas, right? So, I had like this brainstorming session this brainstorming session with, um, you know, some of my staff and we just pulled out this big whiteboard and I just shot out all these ideas of like what I'm passionate about and the ideas that I had. And then we were able to condense it down into something that was more, um, um, you know, edible. And so what I am excited about right now is literally, you know, communicating my heart and my message through words i'm like i'm excited about sending out emails i'm excited about holding um online events i'm excited about like yeah because right now i'm really in the beginning stages of it i think it's like i'm in the brainstorming so right now i'm working on a devotional right now and i'm working on um like a challenge right now and like a video series so it's very much like to me one thing that you will see with my brand when I do start is that I really want women to feel like they're coming to my kitchen table. I want women to feel like they're in my home. And that's what, so that's what I want to evoke in everything that I do. I so, that. you know, for me, and then I also love the ownership piece because we've already established different brands and people know of me and they've seen me on different, you know, platforms, but this is going to be an opportunity uh, for me to be really raw 
and transparent with what God is doing in me because I'm seeing that I'm very multifaceted and yes, my husband has that business lean and I can lean there too if I need to, but I feel like the bulk of my ministry and business is really going to be helping women, you know, get free from the inside out. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That's phenomenal. And I can, I can feel your passion even as you're talking about it. So that makes me so excited. And I know so many people are going to be blessed by that and just like inspired to move forward. Um, The last question that I have before we go, being that you're not just an entrepreneur and a a businesswoman, you're also a woman of God, you're also a mother and all of these amazing things. What is your, if you had to sit down and define the word success, what does that look like to you? Mm, That is so beautiful. That's an amazing question. I would define success as a woman who is living authentically, okay? Authentically in alignment with their God-given uniqueness. Because we, in our world today, there's so many different definitions of success, but the main one, it equates to how many, how much money you have or how many followers you have or how much influence do you have or the coolest parties you're invited to. But I believe that true success is when you're able to be authentic and you're able to live a, a life that invites others, you know, into it. You're, you're choosing to not allow your past to take over your future. And you're choosing each and every day to wake up and to start again. To me, that's success to where it's not something that is, is solely, um, you know, monetized or monetary. Like, what are you doing to give back? If you don't have the money to give back, are you giving back in your time? Are you giving back in your prayers? Are you giving back in, 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 in however way you can? What are you doing? So for me, you know, success is a woman who is authentically living in all areas of her life. And it's when you can look at your life and what God has called you to do, and you can be content and you're not comparing, you're satisfied and you're grateful. And you can look at the end of the day and know that, man, my success is not just for me, but it's going to affect generations to come. Legacy is big for me too. And knowing that what legacy am I leaving for my children? What legacy am I leaving in the world? Um, and if you can, you know, say something wholeheartedly of like, man, I've, I've touched these people's lives. I've loved these people well. Then I believe that you are successful. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it because like you said, a lot of people do identify success with Instagram followers, yeah. Facebook likes, you know, their community, how big it is, but it's really about the inside and, and how you yeah. feel about yourself and yeah, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. So, mm. thank you. <laughs> um, so Natasha, tell us how we can connect with you. Um, is your mentorship open for new applicants? Like talk to us yeah. a little bit about how we can stay in touch with you. Yeah. So I'm mainly on Instagram, so you can find me at Natasha and A N N Miller. And then I'm on Facebook at Natasha Ann Miller as well. And then my mentorship program. So like I said, I'm in the beginning stages of, you know, building out my brand. Fearless Women will be a beautiful extension of the brand. So right now I'm looking to actually do a kind of intimate one day retreat um, sometime next year. So I would encourage you to follow me on Instagram 
everything that I'm going to be doing with my brand to sign up for my email list, all that stuff. If you follow me on Instagram, you will be first, you know, to hear about that. And, um, yeah. So when I have the next cohort, you can join, um, and all that good stuff. So I'd love for you guys to join me on the ride and we'll have fun. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Natasha, you. Uh, for being with us. Thank you for sharing your valuable insight and mm -hmm. just really pouring your heart out, taking us on your journey from how you even got here, you know, and yeah. that's just amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you to the listener for tuning in to another episode of Boss Babe Life Hacks, the podcast. I'm your host, Farrah LeRae. Make sure you tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for a new episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Boss Babe Life Hacks and give us a review on this video. Um, give us five stars, leave a review. Let us know what you thought about it. Um, feel free to chime in on our Instagram and let us know if you have any further questions and make sure that you follow Natasha so that you can stay up to date with all of the amazing things that she has coming. Um, you heard her, if you didn't hear if you hadn't heard of her before today, you heard how she shares her heart. You heard her passions. And she's definitely someone that can help you get to the next level of, of success in your life. Um, so make sure that you get connected to her. And um, thanks again for tuning in. I will catch you in the next episode.